Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Bullard. Hello, and you're very welcome to this episode. This is Alvern, and in this episode, we'll be looking at Get Paid to Write Stories. 51 Ways to Turn Writing into Cash. So Lisa was apprehensive. She needed to get paid to write stories like yesterday. As a single mom with seven kids, Lisa needed a way to generate an income from home so that she could pay the bills and buy food. You see, Lisa has always been ambitious, but her husband didn't want her to bring home the bacon. He wanted her to stay at home and look after the kids. Now that he's run off with a new girlfriend that's half his age, it's up to Lisa to find a way to provide for her family. The only problem with this is that Lisa has no experience with writing for clients, but she knows that she will be able to pull this off if only someone can guide her. Does this sound like you? You want to get paid for your writing skills. You're wondering how to start out as a new writer You're a professional writer, but unable to find steady work. You have a love for writing and want to help others. If so, then you're in luck. There are a number of different career opportunities that will allow you to use your writing skills to make money while helping others with your skill. In this episode, you'll learn 51 different ways that you can get paid to write stories and useful tips, facts, and components for good story writing. So how can small businesses benefit from story writers? You see, story writers have a unique skill set that can benefit from small businesses in a number of ways. And I can tell you because I'm not a story writer. <laughs> For example, they can write blog posts that help to promote small businesses and attract new customers. I can do that, but I don't consider myself a story writer. Anyway, getting to it. They can also contribute articles to local literary magazines helping to raise awareness of small businesses on the community level. And if small business owners ever need to write a press release or create some marketing materials, story writers can help with that too. In short, story writers can be a valuable asset for small business with a skill that is always in demand. As you can imagine, small businesses need to constantly create content to grow awareness, to attract clients, to market their products and services. So story writers are always in demand. Let's look at some storytelling statistics. Every day, new writers are entering the field of storytelling, attracted by the potential to earn a good income from their words. And it's not just full-time writers who are cashing in on this trend. More and more people are turning to freelance writing as a way to supplement their income or even replace their day job. So what's driving this growth? In part, the ever-expanding online marketplace with more businesses looking to create compelling content, there's a growing demand for writers who can produce quality work. In addition, new technology has made it easier for um, writers to connect with clients and get paid for their work. From online platforms like Upwork to freelancing websites like Fiverr, there are a variety of ways for writers to find new gigs. If you're thinking about making money from writing, now is a great time to get started. With so many opportunities available, there's never been a better time to cash in on your skill. Here are some useful statistics to keep in mind while exploring this lucrative skill. 
In 2020, the freelance market accounted for 1.2 trillion US dollars in the US economy. As of 2020, 84% of companies outsource their content creation. Digital marketing, SaaS e-commerce, health lifestyle are the top three most popular writing niches. The average pay rate for freelance writers in the United States is $24 an hour. That's just an average. Blog posts make up 77% of the content write written articles by freelancers. The top two ways more freelancers score new clients are referrals and job sites. So what's the key components of a good story? If you're looking to pursue professional writing, there are a few key components you'll want to implement in your work. While there are many different elements that can make a story great, there are a few best practices that every writer should keep in mind when crafting a tale. First and foremost, a good story should be interesting. It should grab the reader's attention from the very beginning and keep them hooked until the very end. To do this, a writer needs to create strong, strong characters that readers can invest in and care about, as well as an intriguing plot that will keep them guessing. For reference, like I said, I'm not good at this because I know <laughs> in high school, there were obviously two classes, there's English language class and then there's English um, literacy. I hated English literacy with all the poems and all of that. So I know very well that I'm not a good writer. But if you're into poems and you're really good at English literacy, then this is that exactly for you. Additionally, a good story should be well-written with beautiful prose that flows smoothly and engages the reader on an emotional level. Finally, a good story should have something to say. It should be more than just entertainment, but offer up some insight or wisdom that the reader can take away with them and even implement in their lives. Love reading books that's where I can implement stuff in my life. I'm just a practical person. If you can remember these things, when you sit down to write, you're well on your way to creating something special. And just for reference, if you want to head back, head over to the show notes at successandscramble.com forward slash EP236 so you can get access to these um, really important points so that you can improve your writing craft. So how to know if you're any good at writing stories? It can be a struggle to know whether or not you're any good at writing stories, especially if you never exercise a skill professionally. I know people who are really good. Um, it reminds me of the story. If you ever saw the movie um, Little Woman, um, where um, what's her name was really good at writing, and she even sold her stories. I don't remember her name right now. It's her name isn't coming to mind. But I can see her face in the, in the writing under Little Woman um, movie. Anyway, if you read the book as well, you know who I'm talking about. Whether personal essays or full-length novels, the best way to test your skills is to put them out there and see what happens. By submitting your work into online magazines or online publications, you'll get feedback from readers that will either inspire you to keep going or to help you realize that perhaps this isn't the right object for your talents. You can also enter writing contests, which will not only provide monetary rewards, but also give you a sense of accomplishment and bragging rights if you place in them. If you're serious about turning your writing skill into a lucrative asset, the best way to start is by simply writing and seeing where it takes you. Don't suffer from analysis paralysis. Just write and submit. The highest paid storytellers. Are you ready? When it comes to writing, some people just have a knack for it. They can make, when, make even the most mundane topics interesting, and their prose just flows effortlessly. 
It's no surprise then that these gifted storytellers are also some of the highest paid writers in the business. Whether they are crafting compelling hard copy or um, penning award-winning novels, these writers know how to get readers' attention and keep it. If you're looking to make a good living as a writer, honing your skills and developing your writing style is essential. But it's also important to be aware of the different markets that are out there and which ones offer the highest pay. Here's a look at some of the most lucrative writing gigs around. There are three of them in total. Number one, you've got copywriting. Copywriters are responsible for creating persuasive, eye-catching marketing materials. From website headlines to email subject lines, their job is to grab the attention and get people to take action. Copywriting is a highly competitive field, but those who succeed can earn unconscious, conscionable sums of money. Six figures is not common. In fact, I know one copywriter who only, he only, um, I suppose, honed his craft in the last 12 to 18 months. Um, and now what he does is he writes for seven and eight figure businesses where he charges them a fee up front and then he gains commission once they make a sale. To me, that is amazing. While you mightn't be there yet, think about this. 24 months ago, he was nowhere near this level, but he decided to, to um, enroll in one of those schools like Copy School and hone his craft and boom, now he's making, you know, seven, eight figures just from his, his copywriting skills. Number two, we've, and he does teach as well. I can put a link in the show notes to his um, program. Number two, we've got ghostwriting. Have you ever wondered who wrote the celebrity memo or that motivational book? It was probably a ghostwriter. Ghostwriters are in high demand as they can capture the voice of their subject matter expert and turn it into an engaging book or article. I know I need to hire a ghostwriter for my book whenever I'm ready. If you have writing skills and are good at interviewing people, ghostwriting could be the perfect gig for you. Then we've got technical writing. If you have writing skills that are good at conveying technical information, you can make a lot of money writing technical manuals and other documentation. Now that I think about it, actually, there is a fourth one. I've got a client who is a UX writer, and you can make six figures from UX, UX writing. And just in case you don't know what UX writing is, essentially, it's if you think of um, dating apps like Tinder or any kind of other apps that you've used for even the Facebook app, um, and think of the way it gives you instructions as to what to do next, you know, like, for example, swipe right and swipe left and, you know, all of those things. The people who write the content, the directions, the look and feel, the experience will help sort of create the experience inside of apps, whether it be on your phone, like, for example, the Instagram app called InShot. The people who actually, you know, design the, the way you the, it flows from one screen to the next are UX writers. And they are the, the fourth one on the list who um, are making a lot of money, six figures a year, um, from their writing skills. And they're not necessarily story writers. They're sort of um, not content writers, but they're sort of writers who understand um, how things work from a user perspective. So if you're interested in that as well, um, my client is actually launching a course sometime soon. When it's ready, I'll put a link in the show notes as well for that. Uh, it's just called UX Writing. And there are a lot of resources online for people who are interested in UX writing. And UX stands for User Experience. Okay, how to set your prices as a new writer? 
With the proliferation, proliferation of content across the internet, businesses and individuals alike are always looking for good writers to create compelling content. As a result, there's been a surge in demand for freelance writers. However, with so many writers competing for work, it can be difficult to know how to set your writing service prices so that you can make a decent living. Fortunately, there are a few things you can do to make sure you're getting paid what you're worth. First, take a look at what other writers in your field are charging. This will be this will give you a good starting point for setting your own rates. Second, consider the quality of your writing and the level of experience you have. If you're a great writer with years of experience, you should be able to command a higher rate than someone who is just starting out. Finally, don't be afraid to negotiate. If you feel like you're worth more than what the client is offering, don't be afraid to ask for more money. Now, because story writing encompasses such a huge um, range of, you know, different um, skills, if you're writing just a blog post, for example, the normal acceptable rate that you should be charging is between 15 and 20 cents per word. As a copywriter, it just depends. Like, for example, a sage sales page can range from 1500 to 3000 depending on your experience, to even 5000 and depending on how long that sales page is. Um, for emails, you charge about between $75 and $100 per email. So those are copywriters as well, but specifically for email marketing. Um, thinking of other examples I can give you. So ghostwriting, it depends, because I know I've seen, on, um, for example, somewhere like Fiverr, where um, ghostwriters will charge somewhere between seven and 800 for a 1,000 words which, you know, it sounds like a lot, but it depends on um, what it is you, you know, you're writing and they, they probably bring down their rate um, depending on how many um, words you're going to write in total with 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. It just depends. All right. So now that you have a, a sort of fair idea of what to charge for your um, writing skills, where can you find high quality clients? So for freelance writers, landing quality clients is essential to a successful um, writing career. But where can you find these elusive clients? Fortunately, there are a number of great sources for quality um, quality writing gigs. One option is to search on job boards such as Indeed or Craigslist. Um, there are a host of them. I'll include a link in the show notes. Here, you can filter your um, search results to find writing-related jobs that match your skills and interests. Another option is to sign up for freelancing platforms like Upwork or Fiverr. On these platforms, you can utilize, you can browse through writing jobs hosted by clients from all over the world. You can also utilize social media to find clients. Uh, recently, if you are one of my existing um, followers or um, blog readers, you'll know, I, uh, or even podcast listeners, you know I created an, um, a resource not too long ago, just, you know, a few weeks ago showing you how to find clients on, on Instagram. So if you listen to this and you haven't heard that episode yet, just go back probably just a couple of weeks and you would see there uh, in the list of episodes. And if you uh, read, want to read a blog post about it, again, go back a couple of weeks and you'll see there in the list. Social media allows you to connect with potential clients, build relationships, and show off your work. LinkedIn is a great platform as well to find clients in your industry. Twitter is a great platform to connect with clients in your niche. Um, you can also use social networking sites like um, Facebook 
And like I mentioned previously, Instagram to connect with potential clients. When you're pitching clients, be sure to send them a link to your portfolio or website so they can see your work. And you're probably thinking, but I don't have a portfolio or a website. If you don't have a website, that's fine. You can literally create a portfolio inside of um, Google Google Docs. So Google is free. Just create it inside of Google Docs and divide it into different folders. So if it is you want to write um, copywriting for sales pages, email marketing copy, you know, different folders. And literally write up, you know, example of examples of what you will write and stick it in different folders. And when clients ask you to show a portfolio of your work, you just give them a link to different ones. So if they're looking for email marketing, you can send them to that folder and they can um, just read through all of your different examples. You just divide it up because as a writer, you probably would have three or four, even five different um, niches or even um, skills, copywriting like skills. Like if you do copywriting, for example, you have copywriting for sales pages, copywriting for about us page, copywriting for email marketing, um, copywriting for all the different things that you want to really, really focus on that you think you'd be really good at. Or maybe just ghostwriting. So ghostwriting for autobiographies, etc. Just break down those, stick them into the different portfolios. Um, so when clients ask you, can I see an example of your work? You just copy and paste. And you can use a link shortener like... Um, Rebrandly um, to shorten the link. So, don't send them a big long link. You can send them a short version of that link. Um, so, if you have a blog, be sure to include links to your articles that you, in your pitch as well. If you don't have a blog, again, Google Docs is your friend, or you can even put it uh, using Canva. When you're pitching potential clients, emphasize why you're the best person for the job. Include information about your experience, your skills, your rates. Be confident, professional, and you're sure to land some great clients. Right. So when it comes to getting paid to write, and there are a lot of different options available, when and while it can be tough to know where to start, once you find a, a few good markets for your work, the sky is the limit. Here are the 51 ways to get paid to write. First, we're going to look at the editor's choice. Blog posts. Blog post copywriting. I know people call it blog post copywriting, but I prefer to call it blog post writing. It's an act of creating content for a blog. This can include anything from articles, posts to social media updates, products, descriptions. Because some people actually blog on places like Instagram, sort of long-form copy on Instagram um, captions. The aim of a blog post copywriting is to create engaging, informative, and well-written content that will interest and entertain your content, your clients, your clients, or your potential readers. To be successful, it is important to target a specific audience your client writes for and understand what they're looking for. So, like I mentioned before, you can put your portfolio for copywriting or for writing, ghostwriting, etc. But you can actually do it by niche. So, say for example, you only specialize in the health and wellness niche. Make sure you have examples of articles, for example, in a copywriting space that is specific to the health and wellness niche or in the ghostwriting space that's specific for health and wellness niche. It's also important to keep the blog updated regularly with fresh content as this will help to attract new readers and keep existing ones coming back for more. Website copy. So if you're looking to, for a career that combines writing with a digital world, website copywriting would be a good fit for you. That's the other copywriting, like the about us page, the homepage, contact us page. That's the copywriting. That's the website. Whereas blog post is the actual ones that you write every week or every day, depending on if you're a food blogger, you probably write every day. 
As a website copywriter, you'll be responsible for creating compelling, persuasive, and accurate text for websites. This can include everything from product descriptions to landing pages and even uh, in some cases, blog posts, but many times website copy doesn't include blog posts. Website well, copywriting is both an art and a science, and it requires an understanding of how to craft an effective message as well as an awareness of the latest SEO best practices. It's a fast-paced and ever-evolving field, which means there's always something new to learn. But if you're passionate about writing and have a knack for it, website copywriting could be a perfect career for you. Ghostwriting. Many aspiring authors dream of writing a best-selling novel, but really the reality is that the publishing industry is a tough market to break into. For those who lack the time or the skills to write their own book, ghostwriting can be a great way to turn their ideas into reality. As a ghostwriter, you will be responsible for writing a book on behalf of another person. This can involve interviewing the client to get an idea of their story, doing your own research to flesh out the details, and then putting it all together in a cohesive and engaging narrative. While it can be challenging to capture someone else's voice, it can also be immensely rewarding to see your words in print. If you have a passion for writing and are looking for a creative outlet, then ghostwriting may be the perfect career for you. Next up, we've got newsletters. So remember telling you about the email uh, marketing copy. So copywriting newsletters for email list is a great way to get your foot in the door of the copywriting world. Um, you can start by writing for free or very low-cost e-newsletters. I would suggest not doing it for free. I'd say probably um, lower cost. So normally the average in the industry at the moment is $75 or $100 for one email. So you can start, maybe give an introduction of a 50% off. And if the client likes what you've done and you're bringing them results, this is the most important thing. With email copy, you have to give them results. If you're getting, if they're getting results, in other words, they're making sales from their newsletters, then of course they'll hire you to do it every week, once a week for their emailers. The key is to build a portfolio of your work so that you can show potential clients what you're capable of. To be a successful copywriter, you need to be able to communicate clearly and concisely. You must also be able to understand your audience and craft a message accordingly. If you have a knack for writing, copywriting newsletters for email lists can be a great career choice. Next, we've got grant essays. Now, this is an area I have no experience in at all. Never hired one, a grant essay person, and never, you know, was in a business that, that, that um, did one. But I can give you based on the research I've done. So copywriting grants for businesses who need funding is detailed and specific type of writing that helps a business owner to secure the funding they need from grant giving to organization. And I've seen many um, job posts for people who are looking for grant writers. It's just a popular one I see all the time. And I don't, obviously, I don't apply because I'm not a writer. Anyway, the grant essay must be well-researched and well-written in order to persuade a grant committee that a business is worthy of their funding. It's important to remember that the grant committee will be reading many essays and that each one must be able to stand out in order to give the business owner the best chance of success. The essay should be clear, concise, and persuasive, and it should demonstrate a thorough understanding of the grant guidelines. Featured articles. Okay, so this one, you would find it in, you know, large publishing publications, for example, like Huffington Post, for example. So writing featured articles for online magazines is a great way to get your work seen by a large audience. 
not only will you reach a wide readership, but you'll also get to build your name for yourself as a writer. When writing for an online magazine, it's important to keep your audience in mind and write accordingly. Depending on the publication, you may uh, be given a word limit or other guidelines to follow. Once you've familiarized yourself with the publication style, it's time to be able to start pitching ideas for articles or pitching ideas for articles. If your pitch is accepted, you'll then have the opportunity to write and submit your article for approval. If all goes well, the article will be published and you receive payment for your work. Writing featured articles for online magazines can be a great way to jumpstart your career as a writer. So this means you literally don't need, I suppose, to prove anything. Your first article could be, you could hit, you can hit it out of the park straight away. Just follow the guidelines and there are lots of them. There's Elephant, Journal, you know, do your research. Um, because many of them are like in a wellness niche, for example, and then some of them are in a business niche. Um, others are in spirituality. Um, there's different, different, many different publishing houses. Um, there's some of them in technology, for example. So if I were you and you want to sort of jumpstart that career of yours in writing, um, look at the, make a short list of 10 publishing houses that are in specifically um, catered to your niche. And, you know, pitch them, pitch away. Because you have to remember that these large publishing houses, they need content every single day of the week. So they are hungry. Um, another place to look is Harrow. I don't know if you've ever heard of Harrow, help a reporter out. They're always looking for, for reporters are always looking for content, journalists are always looking for content to write about something. So head over to Harrow. It's, um, they have a free package or pre pricing plan or free plan available where you can sign up and you get the pitches every day in your inbox and you can pitch your story whatever that is next up we've got children's stories copywriting children's stories can be highly rewarding career not only do you have the opportunity to use your creativity to craft engaging tales but you also get to play a role in shaping your young minds in many ways, copywriting kitchen and stories is similar to writing for any other audience. However, there are a few considerations that you are unique for this field. For example, it's important to ensure that your stories are age-appropriate and relatable to young readers. Uh, in addition, you need to be able to capture the imagination of your audience and take them on a journey into your world. Think of books like uh, with Lemony Snicket, A Series of Unfortunate Events, or uh, J.K. Rowling with the Harry Potter series, um, you've got The Hobbit, you've got Lord of the Rings, um, there are tons, and Roald Roll Dad wrote a lot of children's books as well. So if you're looking for examples of the type of children's books that have been successful, head over to your um, local bookstore or library and have a look and see who the popular authors are and have a read of their books and see how you can, um, you know, I suppose, capture children children's imagination and keep them reading the book all the way through the end. So those were the three, um, the four um, hot, hot ways for you to make money as a story writer. But there is another list, a, a remaining list of 50 plus ways where you can earn money as a writer, uh, earn money with writing. Are you ready? You'll want to make a short list of these, of at least five to ten of these writing opportunities that appeal to you and your writing style, 
also consider the time you have available to create the necessary content and your ability to meet deadlines. Again, head over to show notes, success and scramble.com forward slash EP237, EP237 to get access to the show notes. All right, ready? Here we go. Number one, front of book pieces for magazines, professional essays, service pieces, children's stories, interview or podcast transcription, list style articles for publications, quizzes or surveys for small businesses, facts and figures articles, blog posts, advice columns, you know, dear Jane. <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to be a dear Jane. Anyway, articles for company publications, travel articles, recommendation pieces, uh, news articles for local papers, event reports, um, like I was telling you about, you know, Harrow, where people, where journalists are constantly looking for content. They have to keep ahead of the competition around them. So they're constantly looking for content for their publications. Contest writing, grant writing, how-to articles, translation writing, presentation content, marketing copy, write, white papers, speeches, conference scripts, newsletters, biographies, case studies, featured articles, event marketing materials, brand messaging, grant essays, proposals, uh, website copy, social media captions, online course copy, resumes, wedding speeches, application essays, book course writing, greeting cards, business emails, radio scripts, television scripts, song lyrics, cover letters, novels, academic papers, B2B publications, P2P correspondence, recipe copywriting, and restaurant menu copy. So how to improve your craft at writing stories. One of the best ways to become a better writer is to simply read more. By exposing yourself to different styles of writing, you can learn new techniques and find new ways to tell your own stories. It's also important to be willing to revise your work. No one gets it perfect on the first try. I know, I hated writing. <laughs> okay, I write blog posts, but nothing else. I hated writing when I first started um, writing my blog. And now I absolutely enjoy it. Um, it takes me quite a while because, probably because I'm a perfectionist. And I love to give um, loads and loads and loads of value to my um, to my audience. So I try as much as possible to my articles not to be the run-of-the-mill things that you find online, but but tons of value inside of it. Remember the importance of practice. The more you write, the better you become at it. It took me probably, I don't know, maybe six months of writing every week to become, you know, good at writing blog posts that give the level value. A great way to get paid to learn is by submitting short stories to publishers who accept them. Wondering which publishers would pay you for a short story? Hang tight, I've got you covered. So here are 21 places that pay you $500 plus for a short story. If you're like Lisa and you find yourself in a tight spot where you need cash for your writing like yesterday, then it would make sense to check publishers who would pay you upfront for short stories. I said, I said I'd write upfront. So in other words, with the uh, helper reporter out and all of that, they may not pay you, but they may give you a backlink. And or if they pay you, it's always after the fact. Or even like Elephant, you know, all of those, they'll pay you, but it's after the fact. But there are some publications who will actually pay you upfront before um, they actually publish your work. So here are 20 plus short short story publishers 
that uh, you should know about. And again, head over to the show on successandscramble.com forward slash EP237 in order to get access to this big list and a list previous with the 50 plus places or 50 plus opportunities to be to be a writer itself. So here we go. Number one, The New Yorker, Clarksville, Heroes and Heartbreaks for Fireside, Lightspeed Magazine, Uncanny, Blindspot, Snafu Judgment Day, One Teen Story, Number 10, Strange Horizons, Cicada Magazine, Cricket Magazine, Analog, Apex Magazine, One Story, 16, Pub Literature, 17, Shiral Mad, 18, Unidentified Funny Objects, 19, Fantasy Science and Fiction, 20, Asimov's, and 21, The Missouri Review. As you can hear, the options to getting your short story accepted are endless. All you need to do is pitch these publishers, uh, um, you know, as soon as you get a chance. Before you start doubting yourself or getting despondent, remember that it, it took J.K. Rowling how many times? Do you remember? 13, 13, one, three submissions before she got a yes. So 12 of them said no and one of them said yes. If you're willing, I mean, the list has 21. So if you submit to 12 and you get no's, go again because J.K. Rowling did it after on her 13 submission. So, what are you waiting for? Start reaching out to these publishers with your best work. So, no matter where you are in your journey as a writer, right now, the only way to go from here is up. Everyone has to start somewhere. There isn't a single person who is born with experience and testimonials. Well, unless they're having a, getting an inheritance from their, uh, inheriting a company from their, um, from their parents, then that's something different. But... For the rest of us, none of us were born with experience and testimonials. Well, especially experience, no matter if you're born into a family that has business. Depending on your urgent on the urgency of your situation, you can start small by joining platforms like Upwork and Fiverr to gain some experience and testimonials. Reach out to those in your network, telling them that you are available for work as a writer. Consider joining a few agencies as a subcontractor to boost your confidence. Hang out in Facebook groups where there are a large number of bloggers because they always need writers. Over to you. What has been your experience finding your feet as a new writer? This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.